0: a special presentation from Learfield on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
1: Learfield. Calls his own number. He runs to the 10, he's running to the 5, he is to the goal line,
0: he Live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami, Florida, this is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show. Presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Also brought to you by Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. ATI Physical Therapy, built by Bama, rebuilt by ATI. The Soup Store, Alabama's home for the best selection of Crimson Tide apparel. Now, this is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show. Here is your host, the voice of the tide, Eli Gold.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Miami, Florida, and welcome to a very, very busy week leading up to the Orange Bowl on Saturday the national semifinal between the Crimson Tide and the Oklahoma Sooners. Of course, the other semifinal being played in Dallas, Texas, the Clemson Tigers and the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, the winners to meet in a week's time out on the West Coast in Santa Clara, California. I'm Eli Gold. John Parker Wilson is alongside. Hello, partner. Did Santa find you?
2: He did. It's did good it? to
1: be back. It's been three yeah. or four weeks since I've seen been. you,
2: so it's good to be back with you. It's
1: been a, a beautiful uh, weather day here well y- yes and no it was as high as 78 degrees today but the wind was blowing steadily at 21 miles an hour gusting to 28 it really uh cut into my uh sun tanning time well, today. it I, really did i
2: like the temperature it was a yes. lot i didn't have to bring a jacket down here well, I left it and touched down Atlanta earlier today, so it was much cooler up there. I hope the wind dies down because I'm, I'm going to try to get an 18 tomorrow. And, of course, it does affect the quarterbacks if it stays. Like, to this day, Oklahoma
1: moved their practice indoors. They went to the Dolphins indoor facility while Bama worked outside in, in the wind.
2: And, and, I, and I like what Coach Saban did there of putting you out in the elements because it is different, right, especially the temperature, the humidity down here is very different then Tuscaloosa, and as a quarterback and and a receiver also, we we hardly ever talk about the receivers having to adjust to a ball, Um, and we always talk about the weather during the pregame, especially rain is really no big deal. I mean, we've got so many footballs on the sidelines, and the equipment staff is is as good as it gets, but there's nothing you can really do for the wind. And if you think about it, you've got to lead the receiver if the wind's blowing, and then the receiver's got to adjust the ball. So he's got enough things going on, and and I like going out there and practicing in it 2 days before the kickoff because there's a good chance that it could be windy down here.
1: We'll talk a whole lot more with uh, John Parker. Of course, Coach Saban will be joining us here in about uh, 26 minutes or so from right now. Also later in the show, Kenyon Drake is going to stop by. Member of the uh, Crimson Tide alumni family now playing with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, They are just now wrapping up their practice. They get off the practice field at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern time. So uh, Kenyon will be uh, showering and changing and heading over to join us here at the Intercontinental Hotel in just a short while. But we're going to break away when we come back, John Parker and I begin to Look at this game against Oklahoma. If you'd like to join us, the phone lines are open. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline, the same number we use throughout the regular season. It is toll-free, 877-202-BAMA. That's 877-202-BAMA. So feel free to hop on board and join the conversation. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. You're listening to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hear ye, hear ye,
3: I bringeth thee a message
4: from... him
3: a message from the king and his new trumpeteer, Stephen. The king wishes me to convey his favor to thine team and thine tailgate. Not yet. He invites thee to let the bud light flow forth, and he also wishes me to tell thee that he toasts thee. Waiteth until the end, Stephen! With game day's favorite light logger and the slogan of his kingdom... No! Oh dilly dilly.
5: Enjoy responsibly by light beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply.
6: In the South, we're superstitious about our football game day routines. So if you have to have a Jack's made-from-scratch biscuit on the way to the game to help your team play better, then we want to keep that tradition going. Better yet, to assure victory, buy a dozen Jack's biscuits starting at just $15. Mix and match until you get the combination just right. After all, football is better with Jack's. Order ahead at eatatjacks.com and score big this football
4: season. Jack's, all about the South. Your four tires are all that connect your car to the road. Thankfully, Cooper Tires has more than a century of experience in manufacturing comfortable, capable tires. Each Cooper tire is made to last for thousands of miles and to help you safely get to where you need to go and back again. Our dedication to quality means we understand precisely why your tires matter, which is why you can count on Cooper, an American company since 1914. For information or to find a Cooper Tires dealer near you, visit coopertire.com.
7: Southern homes are particularly vulnerable to termites. In this climate, you need guaranteed protection. You need Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. Termites attack the Centricon stations, exposing themselves to an agent that eliminates their entire colony. Upgrade from old-fashioned liquid service to the proven protection of Centricon and Cook's Pest Control. Call Cook's today for a free evaluation. Lookie, looky, looky, here comes
1: Cookie, Cooks has control. 10-10 to go. Opening quarter. Here's Tua. Claps his hands. He'll do it again. Damien Harris to his left. Stands in. Picks up a blitzer. Tua throws long. Has Judy behind the defense. Jerry's in stride. 15-10-5. Thank you very much. Touchdown. 79 yards. Chua Tango to Jerry, Judy, Aloha and Mahalo. Indeed so, as we welcome you back to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show, presented by Toyota, ATI Physical Therapy, and The Soup Store. You know, your Crimson Tide is bringing the spirit of Alabama to Miami as they chase another national championship. Get your playoff shirts and caps and a whole lot more at Academy Sports and Outdoors. Academy is an official sponsor of the Crimson Tide, and there is no better place to get ready for game day. Visit your local store or check them out online at academy.com. And John Parker Wilson, who would have thought that that uh, pass in the opening game against Louisville would have uh, been the kickstarter for Jerry Judy, who has in this season become the number three single season receiver in Alabama
2: history behind only Julio Jones and Amari Cooper. Who knew? Pretty good company from that. And, and I think, you know, that's just kind of the story that, that's been Alabama is guys stepping up when needed. And Jerry Judy has been a perfect example of that, a Belenikoff winner this year and, and has been really the go-to, along with some others, for two of this year. And, and just his ability to be that, that multiple guy. He can run short routes. He can beat you deep. He's so Friendly to the quarterback when he was, he's running those routes. So just an all-around good player, good teammate. Catching the game-tying touchdown in the SEC Championship against Georgia. Continue to get it done. 12 touchdowns. He's only four behind Amari Cooper's school record of 16 in a single season. Let's talk about uh, this ball game coming up
1: Saturday. Uh, and obviously when the coach joins us here in about 20 minutes, we'll get into some greater detail to whatever degree he is comfortable talking about it. But it's an interesting thing. I was talking to a guy in the lobby yesterday here at the hotel, just a guy, no, no connection uh, to the university other than he was a fan and uh, he had flown in for the game. And he said, you know what we need to do? He was saying, he said, we just need to run the ball. Give the ball to Harris and Harris and uh, Josh Jacobs. You get yards. They can't stop anybody on the ground. This is this guy talking. And you keep uh, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback on the bench. And you, you take a look at the numbers. The rushing defense for Oklahoma is no better than 53rd in America. Their passing defense is 128th in America. Yet, here they are in a national semifinal. So, obviously, they're doing something right.
2: Well, they're leading the country on the offensive side of the ball, which helps out tremendously. But, look, I've heard that same thing from many fans of, hey, let's just control the clock, run the ball all game long, and not let Kyler Murray get the ball. Well, I think that's a good idea on paper. But for for a player that, that... You've you've done so many the offense have done so many different things this year. I think we've we've shown that we can win the game throwing we can win the win the game running um, and you've got to get in the game and see how it goes. You can't go into it dictating say we're going to run the ball 50 times this game and not let Oklahoma touch it. Um, I think we've seen in the past when you try to do that, it just it doesn't work. You've got to be who you are. You've got to be what got you here, and that's really being able to do both really well.
1: Now, let's talk about what Alabama can do to slow down. You're not going to stop Kyler Murray. The guy's too good. They're not, nobody's going to stop Tua. You know, they're too good, barring any injuries. But when you have an Isaiah Bugs and a Quinnen Williams and a Raquan Davis staring at you across the line of scrimmage and you as a quarterback, uh, how – you know, half a second – can be all the difference in the world. Uh, if you get hit a few times, then the next time you start thinking a little bit, say, how many more of these poundings can I take? I uh, wonder whether Bama's uh, defensive front can get through the offensive front of Oklahoma and get to the quarterback. That
2: won the Joe Moore Award. Yes. That was the, the number one offensive line in of the country for Oklahoma. And, and, I, and I really think it's, it's going to be up to the guys up front, just like it's been all year long of... Being able to pressure Kyler Murray because, look, I, I didn't watch a lot of tape on him before this game it's just because we're in SEC play and really don't focus on anybody else. But when you turn the tape on to this kid, he, he is a ball player. He can throw it. He's got an extremely good arm. He throws it from a lot of different angles, from a lot of different points in the pocket. He runs around. I mean, he's, he's an explosive runner, not to the fact that he's going to run you over, but he can make a cut and get in and out of it there's a reason he won the Heisman. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be up to the guys, I think, especially up front. Anthony Jennings, I kind of throw him on the defensive line of being able to get back there and get pressure because you want as many guys in the secondary dropping to try to cover their pretty elusive receivers. He's the only quarterback in the Big 12 who is in the top 10 in rushing
1: numbers per game. So the guy not only can throw, as he has for 4,053 yards this year, uh, but he can also run. This is not the same quarterback uh, it is obviously the same human being, but he's not the same guy we saw when he was playing for Texas A&M no. before uh, transferring. He has uh, matured and become quite the superstar. No,
2: I think that's the perfect word is maturity because he really, you know, we've seen it from two, understanding that he can look on the left side of the field but know what's happening on the right side. And, he, you know, the first touchdown against Texas um, in their Big 12 championship game is exactly that of just knowing where to go with a ball and having that really that sixth sense, we call it a quarterback clock of, knowing when to stay in the pocket, but then escaping. And one of the things their offensive line does tremendous is they'll have four, five, six seconds where he just sits back there Mm -hmm. and the receivers get open. We call it a scramble drill when you break off your route, either cut it deep or or whatever, you try to get open. And I wrote it down in my notes, they just play backyard football. They get open and, and make plays. That's
1: a good pay- way to put it. That's John Parker Wilson. I'm Eli Gold. We've got lots to talk about. And a quick reminder to everybody listening in back home, Chick-fil-A restaurants in the state of Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Remember to get your tailgate catering from your local Alabama Chick-fil-A. Liven up your game day in no time flat with Chick-fil-A Re- uh, restaurants and catering. We're coming right back with more, so don't you go away. Joining us in just about 15 minutes, Coach Nick Saban, and later in the show, from the Miami Dolphins, former Crimson Tider Kenyon Drake. All of that coming up on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show, live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami, here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
8: I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom.
5: They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know, know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: OK, man.
1: Here now is the toss. Near side comes the wide receiver, Henry Ruggs, turns the left sideline, stays inbounds, works the numbers, down the left sideline, he's gonna go! 57 yards, touchdown Alabama! Henry Ruggs on the toss sweep, and again, Hale Hentges! I was part of that big game against Texas A&M. Bama won 45-23. That a touchdown by Henry Ruggs. Hale Hinch, as you remember, had two touchdowns himself in that ball game. You know, each and every week on the show, we give away the Performer of the Week Award. It's presented by Cooper Tire. You can visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. And tonight's honoree, how about we go with Bama's head coach, Nick Saban. He was named since last we have talked. He was named the 2018 Coach of the Year by the Walter Camp Football Foundation, leading the Crimson Tide to another 13-0 and season, their 27th SEC Championship. And of course, is still the only team to have made the college football playoffs in every year of the system's existence. Uh, The coach won that award back in 2008, as you might remember. And if you're not aware under coach Saban, the tide has reached the 13 win plateau for the fourth straight season for the sixth time in 12 years and is on the field record. 145 wins. And only 20 losses. That's his record here at the University of Alabama. Heck, his career record is 236, 62, and 1. So those are the honors among many that have been amassed by our Cooper Tire performer of the week, head coach Nick Saban. Visit CooperTire.com to visit your local dealer. Count on Cooper, an American company since nineteen. 19- 14. What makes Nick Sabin so special from a player's viewpoint?
2: The show's not long enough to talk about it, but I'm, I'm glad that he's getting the recognition because it's so easy to just say, oh, it's Coach Saban doing Coach Saban things like he does every year. But, you know, we, most of our players or a lot of them are graduating in three years. Yep. Get great assistant coaches, but they leave in one year or two years. So you constantly have to revamp the staff and train new guys on how to do new things and it it really is impressive to now do it over a decade at this place. And you just had 20 losses. Six of them were my first year, so his win percentage should be a lot better if we just don't count that first year. We need year. to do
1: it in the non-JPW <laughs> yeah. uh, era, okay. Hey, tonight's Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show is also presented by The Soup Store. Alabama's home for the best selection of Crimson Tide apparel. Visit the Soup Store in Tuscaloosa at the Ferguson Center or on Bryant Drive near Bryant-Denny Stadium. You can also shop online at soupstore.ua.edu. More coming up in just a moment as you're listening to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
6: Everwood Treatment, an Alabama-based family-owned company, has been supplying quality pressure-treated lumber for over 30 years. As the official pressure-treated lumber of Alabama Athletics, we know the real work is done before game day. Everwood Treatment's process produces wood treated right. Our service-oriented team is dedicated to your shopping experience. If you need it, we'll get it. For a dealer near you, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, the official treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Your treated wood source.
3: Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last second Hail Mary Pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan intelligent mobility like Pro Pilot Assist that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud partner of the Alabama Crimson Tide. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See Owner's Manual for safety information.
8: Do you ever say, I wonder why? Are you always curious? Then you are a natural student, and we say, Learn on. The University of Alabama invites you to earn a degree through New College Life Track. Take courses around your schedule from wherever you are and structure those courses around things you want to learn. And you might even get college credit for life experience. You love to learn. Let a degree from Alabama be a symbol of that. For details, visit learnon.ua.edu. If you're looking for the best selection in Crimson Tide apparel, look no further than the Soup Store. The Soup Store is every Bama fan's ultimate destination for the hottest gear and accessories. With two great locations to serve you in Tuscaloosa on campus at the Ferguson Center or on Bryant Drive next to the football stadium. Or shop online at soupstore.ua.edu. The Soup Store is a proud partner of Alabama athletics. Roll Tide.
3: Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke.
6: Real football. Y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot grill.
7: And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got
1: to be Coke.
9: game day. Race day.
1: Calls for Coke. You know it.
7: It's tailgate 101.
9: Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food. But when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide.
1: Here's a second down and 10 from the 40. A bit of a low snap, taken off the kneecap by Story, throws it, it's tipped, intercepted by Shaheem Carter. Carter down the far sideline, Carter to the 20. Carter accelerates 15, down the right sideline, 10-5. Touchdown, Alabama! Off a tip of Dylan Moses, it goes right into the hands of Shaheem Carter, and he'll run it back for a touchdown. The junior from Kentwood, Louisiana, had two pick sixes this year. One was for 45 yards against Louisville, one for 44 yards against Arkansas. As we welcome you back to the Intercontinental Hotel here in Miami, Eli Gold, John Parker Wilson. Tonight's Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show also being presented by ATI Physical Therapy, a proud partner of the Crimson Tide, built by Bama, Rebuilt by ATI. Don't live with pain. Visit atipt.com/bama to find a clinic near you. John Parker Wilson. Simple question: Who has been the single biggest surprise for you on this year's team?
2: You know, I think there could be many people, but for me, it. it- it's Quinn and Williams.
1: More so than the way Josh Jacobs has played,
2: more so than the way Jalen Waddell has played? Well, I, I, Look, I think you could make strong cases for both of those guys, especially uh, Josh Jacobs, because we knew Waddle was that five-star guy. But did in. we
1: expect to be talking about an All-American and an Outland Trophy winner and Quinn and Williams? A valid point.
2: I don't think anybody predicted that at preseason. Yeah. Uh, he, w- he was on some preseason list, but but not to be the Outland Trophy you know, eight sacks, 18 tackles for loss, and just uh, he's a force up front. Teams have tried to double team him with a center and the guard. They've tried to bring a running back over to help him. But he's so disruptive um, and really, you know, is the anchor of the defense. Of course, coming
1: out of high school, he was an all-state
2: performer from uh, uh, Winona High School in Birmingham. But,
1: yeah, I don't know if anybody necessarily going into the Louisville game said this year it's going to be the year of Quinn and
2: Williams. No, and 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 seems this year the biggest games that he's had, this LSU is a perfect example of having – 10 tackles, multiple tackles for losses, two sacks. When the stage's the biggest, he's showing up the brightest. Love to see that. I know he's a team guy. The coaches love him. You go out to practice, he's joking around, but when it's time to be serious, he's out there working just as hard as anybody. It kind of reminds me of a Julio Jones, the work ethic that you want to see from one of your leaders on the team.
1: Always a smile on his face and that childish looking, I mean, nice kid. He looks like he's, like he's 12 sometimes. Until you look at how big he is and how quick he is and you realize he's not.
2: And he's, okay, he's 295. Kyler Murray is 195, so... He's yeah. not childish to Kyler Murray. No, no, he's no, coming no. up the middle, breathing down, breathing down his throat. Like so I say, I, I'm glad he's on our side of the ball. Like
1: I like to say, Quinn and Williams eat sandwiches bigger than Kyler Murray. Exactly. He really does. We're coming back in just a moment here on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show, live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami, on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
5: We are the blood, sweat, and tears of fierce ambition. We are fueled by the impossible, an inner drive that can't be contained. We are Alabama, and we understand what it takes to win championships. The
0: same is true with Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks 41 years straight. Visit your local Ford dealer today for great offers on F-150. Ford F-150,
1: proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. See every
4: first down, touchdown, and field goal. Don't miss a single play this season by visiting your trusted community doctors at Schaefer Eye Center. With multiple locations in Central Alabama, Schaefer Eye Center is here to serve you. Schaefer Eye Center welcomes all insurance, and their knowledgeable staff can help maximize your insurance plan benefits. Eye Care and Eyewear are better together at Schaefer Eye Care, doctors of optometry. Schedule your appointment today at SchaeferEyeCenter.com. That's SchaeferEyeCenter.com. Coors Light.
7: Established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity and brightness. And packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
1: Here's the snap to Burrow. He has a moment there. He'll step up. He'll escape. But and Williams reaches out and grabs him around the ankles and hauls him down on a third down play is playing here tonight. One of many great games. We were just talking about him, so we dialed up one of his eight sacks on the season. Quinn and Williams, what an outstanding year for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Folks, we invite you now to stay tuned, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show. We'll be rolling on from here in Miami. We've got Coach Nick Sabin joining us, coming up a little bit later on from the Miami Dolphins, Kenyon Drake. And if you'd like to join the conversation, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline is open to you right now at 877 202 Bama as you are live with us here in Miami on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
5: Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to Regions.com slash GoBama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply. Your four tires are all that connect your car
4: to the road. Thankfully, Cooper Tires has more than a century of experience in manufacturing comfortable, capable tires. Each Cooper tire is made to last for thousands of miles and to help you safely get to where you need to go and back again. Our dedication to quality means we understand precisely why your tires matter, which is why you can count on Cooper, an American company since 1914. For information or to find a Cooper Tires dealer near you, visit coopertire.com.
8: Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo.
5: Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P always walk it. You don't have to
8: speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council.
0: One, two, three. On the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Empty backfield,
1: strong gets the snap, crusher, steps up, taken down by
0: Alabama. Here we go! Live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami, Florida, this is the Economy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, once again, Eli Gold.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Intercontinental Hotel. We welcome you to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show, also presented by Toyota, ATI Physical Therapy, and the Soup Store. Eli Gold, John Parker Wilson, and Coach Nick Saban. Good evening, sir. Great to see you. And uh, belatedly, Merry Christmas to you.
9: Well, thank you. And great to see you all. And a happy holiday to everyone here and everybody listening back home. And I hope everybody has a great new year.
1: I certainly hope so. Let me ask you a quick question, me, before we jump into football. Uh, just a difference in approach, I guess. You guys worked outdoors today, but because of the heavy, heavy wind, Oklahoma moved inside. At what point do you make a decision whether it's best to work indoors or outdoors?
9: Well, I think it just depends on how it's going to affect practice, and you know, it may be windy in the game. Uh, right. There's no prediction right now as to how this is going to move out of here, this front or whatever here that's creating the wind. So. Uh, we may have to, you know, get used to it for the game. So I don't think it affected practice really that much today. I think um, we got a little bit of rain, but just a sprinkle. So it, it worked out great.
2: Good. JP, jump on in, sir. Yeah, I said the same thing of, of like being out there. If you're going to throw in the wind during the game, it's nice to practice it. But talk a little bit about the seniors. Their 54th career win after the Georgia game, passing last year's senior class. Pretty special to see those guys, the run they've been on. And I know they put it to hard work and everything to come out and you know, now be another playoff game.
9: Well, there's a lot of people that c- contributed in, you know, those past, you know, four or five years and what these guys have been able to accomplish as a group. But uh, this has been a really special group of guys. Um, you talk about great work ethic, lots of good leaders in this group. Uh, they've set a great example for what the guys coming up behind them uh, sort of can create as a standard. So uh, I'm really proud of this group. Um You know, I wish we could keep them all for four years, though, you know, so we didn't have these guys going out for the draft all the time. It would be really fun because (laughs) some of those guys that went out last year obviously had a significant impact and really are a part of this class, too, and they kind of get forgotten a little bit for what they contributed to the 54 wins, did you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty significant. I guess, you know, it, it really is pretty significant to be in five straight playoffs Um,
1: Only school to do it
9: and to win the SEC championship. So I and those guys all, you know, had a significant part in that for sure as well.
1: And on top of all that, you've got 22 guys suiting up here this weekend who have already graduated, which uh, again is one of the absolute top numbers in all of America.
9: Yep. I think if you take the total of the last five or six years, we're first in guys that played their last game with a degree. It was like 127 going into this year, and I guess that's 22 more. Yep. So that's 154, I think.
1: It, it is. It's, it's remarkable. It's wonderful. And uh, that testimony to you. Yeah, I was absent on math. Math, you know, was what, my, what I always say, fourth grade math with the six longest years of my life. So uh, <laughs> you have to excuse me for not helping on the ciphering there. We, we all know about Kyler Murray. You've talked about how spectacular the guy is. Is there one element of his game that you feel is better? than all the others, as great as he is?
9: No, I I think he is what he is because of all that he can do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can say, well, guy's not really big, but he plays big. And uh, I think he's exceptionally quick and exceptionally fast and has unbelievable speed and skill level for a guy playing the quarterback position and leaves nothing on the table when it comes to being an accurate, very efficient, effective passer. You know, and they have some really good skill guys on their team. Uh, They've got a really good system. But almost everything in their system, even about half their passes, can also end up being quarterback runs. So there's a lot of option plays that you feel like, oh, boy, well, we stopped the pass, and all of a sudden it's a quarterback draw or something. So uh, it's a really well-conceived, and and it really fits his skill set really, really well. And I think that's why he's been so very productive and why they've been productive on offense. I mean, I don't know when the last time we played a team that averaged 50 points a game. Yeah, uh, it's pretty, pretty very rare. Significant yeah. accomplishment for you know their offensive coaches <laughs> and their team and their players to be able to uh, be that consistent and perform at that level uh, as they have all season long.
2: And it seems like they're doing it not only through the air though, but through the through the rush. 41 touchdown passes, 40 on the ground. It seems like every pass in the Big 12 Championship was off a of play action. He made a couple checks, but How does that change the defensive scheme when they can run or throw off every basic Well, they they basically,
9: I mean, people don't realize, but I think they have like 240 yards a game rushing or something. I mean, it's a pretty significant number, so it's great balance. Now, some of that ends up being the quarterback running too, uh, but they can run the ball effectively. Most of their passes are play-action passes, Uh, not so much RPOs. They have a few, but – Uh, Most of them are play-action passes until you get to third down.
1: And they are averaging, you're right, 253.8. So that's 254 yards a game on the ground. You know what i found? And I don't know football the way you do, never will. uh, But I've watched some tape. And the defense, yes, we know the statistics and where they're ranked and so on. But in their last number of games, to my uneducated eyes, they seem to be playing fairly solid defense they're making some big plays it does not seem like it's the same defense that really got ripped early in the season
9: well and they are I mean've they've, they've been very opportunistic is the way I would say it in terms of like in the West Virginia game they had two sack fumble pickups for right. touchdowns and um you know it was really the difference in the game and it really turned the game around so uh, they played you know really solid especially in the second half against Texas so uh, they've got some good players. Um, they've given up a lot of big plays, and they've had a lot of penalties, especially in the secondary, which has hurt them and extended drives at times. But they're very capable, and it's going to be really, really important, I think, for us to be able to execute. And you got to play your game against a team like this. You know, everybody asked me, well, why don't you try to limit the possessions, go in the bag? I mean, if you do that, then you know your players are not going to make the kind of plays that they're capable of making. But you can't really give these guys anything. You know, you got to go out there and execute. You can't drop balls on third down. You can't turn the ball over and give them extra possessions. you got to keep drives and control, you know, the clock a little bit, but we play fast and we play well when we play fast and we make explosive plays. So we don't want to take our ability to do that away, but we just really don't want to give them anything Mm because if you give them extra possessions, um, they're they're really going to sooner or later take advantage of it or that's what they've been able to do all year.
1: And, of course, the voice of Coach Nick Saban, John Parker Wilson, alongside I'm Eli Gold. You're tuned in to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show. And, Coach, you know it's Thursday night, so there's always one thing that happens every Thursday night. That's Pee Wee, goes to his telephone and <laughs> dials in. And he is, of course, joining us tonight as our first caller of the show, brought to you by Alabama 811. Always contact 811 before you dig. To know what's below, call 811 or visit al811.com. Pee Wee, did Santa Claus find you, sir? He
9: did. He was very nice to
2: me.
1: Well, I'm glad. You're on with everybody here, a whole crowd, and uh, the coach listening in. So jump right in.
9: So, Pee Wee, I, I I, for some reason, I just didn't think you'd find us down here.
2: <laughs> well, I'm visiting a budget line coach that lives here on the Gulf Coast of Texas.
8: Uh, I haven't you, seen why him
1: we, in, in a Pee- lot. Why, lot of why don't, years. We, uh, why don't <laughs> we call you back? Let's get a better line because I think he said he's in the Gulf Coast of Texas, but uh, it was very uh, unintelligible. So we'll uh, call you back, Pee Wee, or you call us back. So, he, you know, that's something, though. It's uh, it's fans like Pee Wee and all the folks here and everybody. It's, it's remarkable uh, when you stop to think what this Alabama family and following is all about.
9: Well, it is. And I think the spirit that we have and the spirit that our fans have and the tradition that we have at the university and how special the university is because of that spirit is what makes it, you know, something that's a little unique about being the coach at Alabama. And I think it's unique for the players who play there because of that. Um, And it's been, you know, really a great experience for us. But I know it's a really good experience for a lot of our players as well.
1: And I know you're going to deflect it, but nevertheless, let me congratulate you on winning the Walter Camp Award. Uh, You and your staff and everybody who's responsible, uh, you've put together quite the organization and I congratulate you on the honor.
9: Well, I appreciate that. But, you know, when you get these kind of awards, they're really team awards. I mean, all the players on the team who work so hard to have the success that we've been able to have so far this year and hopefully continue to have. Uh, all the coaches who have worked hard, the support staff. I mean, all the people who make it possible uh, for us to create value with our players, whether it's personal development, academic support, uh, helping them develop as football players. There's so many things that go into what we do. I think sometimes maybe people just see the end product and they don't realize all the things and all the people who work so hard behind the scenes to make it happen. And, you know, these kinds of awards are really a team award for all those folks who have worked so hard as well and don't get recognized and don't get the recognition that they deserve sometimes. Good
2: point. Yeah, I want to go back to what you just talked about, the culture and, and what it's like to be the head coach. But also now we've got players coming from all over the country. I mean, if you look at anybody, our quarterbacks from Texas and Hawaii, running backs from California, And you name it, how quickly or or what is that process like? Or or is it just up to the upperclassmen to get those guys indoctrinated to how important it is to be here at Alabama?
9: Well, I I think that it takes a while for the players to really understand the culture. Obviously, you know, when we recruit a guy from Alabama, uh, it means a lot to them because they grew up with it. And just like yourself, uh, guys that come here, they see it from afar. They understand the tradition. They see the success. They want to be a part of it. But it doesn't take too long for them to sort of see the spirit that really makes it special. So uh, those guys buy in and play just as hard as anybody else. And we're, we're really excited that we're able to attract those kind of people. But we're able to attract them because of the great support that we have and all the value that we create because of the support, whether it's great facilities, great stadium, great atmosphere, all those things contribute to guys wanting to be a part of the program.
1: Let's talk about uh, Lester Cotton, apparently going to start again as he did earlier this season. Tell me about his progress. You know, you always talk about the next guy up and, hey, keep working. You don't know when your opportunity might come. And here he is uh, back in a starting role. How's he been handling that?
9: He's done well. He's practiced well. I think that, um, you know, he he learned some things earlier in the season that, you know, he wasn't able to to do with uh, enough consistency for us. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think he's he's made a lot of progress and, you know, we have a lot of confidence that he can do a good job for us.
1: That, of course, is one of the things, uh, and you know what JP, uh, the next man up theory, if you will, is uh, it has uh, held this program in good stead over the years.
2: Yeah. We've been able to do it all year. And and just talk about, he's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, went to high school right across the street from Bryant Denny. So we know he's going to be ready, but another next man up has been in the secondary had an injury halfway through the season but these guys, I kind of, I don't feel, have gotten the credit due because they've, they've stepped up big time. A well, big question mark coming into the year, but Deontay Thompson, Xavier McKinney, these guys keep making plays all year long.
9: Well, they have done a good job. And we've lost three players in the secondary through the course of the year, um, all due to injury. Um, probably Trayvon Diggs, one of our most experienced, maybe best corner uh, on our team because of the experience he had. Uh, and then D Wright and um, Jalen Armour-Davis, who were both in the two deep. Uh, So it's made us a little thin back there. Uh, But I really like the way the players have all accepted the challenge of, you know, going out there and playing together. And I think they have a little more confidence now as a group, because when you have an inexperienced group, that's the big thing that you're concerned about is, do they play together? Do they communicate? Do they trust each other? Especially in the secondary, especially in the offensive line. Uh, So this group is growing, you know, I think throughout the year and they've, their confidence is growing as well.
1: What's the biggest part of that? Is it playing 13 games now and you're not that raw player that you are? Or is it working against in every single practice against arguably one of the best offenses in America? Uh, what part of that equation is, is more important than the other, if either?
9: Uh, well, I think they're both important. I, I think that, you know, when you play games and you get experience, the knowledge and experience contributes to, And you practice, you know, and and what people don't realize is they think you just practice until you get it right. You got to practice until you can't get it wrong. I mean, that's Mm. basically what repetition does for guys. And then you take it to the field and you have the right habits. So it's easier to play um, more consistently. So uh, but I think that if you ask any of our players and it's been documented by lots of players in their interviews in the NFL and all that, when they say, what was the unique thing about being an Alabama football player? they talk about, well, we had a good coach. We had a good system. I have to talk talk about all the general stuff. But then they say the most important thing was every day in practice, I had to compete against a really good player. And I was challenged every day in practice. You know, Marlon Humphrey will say, I had to cover Amari Cooper every day in practice for three years. And Jonathan Allen will say, I had to work against Cam Robinson every day for three years. One guy won the Outland trophy, the other guy won Nagurski. So, And Cam Robinson would say the same thing about Jonathan Allen. So they really talk about how that challenge every day in practice helped them develop as players and helped them improve and uh, understand the standard that they had to play to to have success every day in practice, not just in the games. And sometimes it was a little easier in the game than it was in practice relative to who they had to play against. And that really prepared them well. So I think both of those things are important to answer your question.
1: Coach, we're going to take a break here for some uh, mentions from our fine group of sponsors. I also want to mention to those of you who are here in the room, we've got a microphone set up right behind the cameras there. When we come back, we'll open that mic. If you have any questions for the coach, just wander up to that microphone and feel free to join us and be part of the show. And for those of you listening in at home, again, you're tuned in. Oh, what are you are going to say?
9: Well, you know, I'm usually inspired by the crowd. And yeah. you, you are way too quiet. You got to get, get a life out there.
1: We'll, we'll fire them up during the break as you're listening to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
4: Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith college football is here which means it's tailgating season meat sizzling on the grill a cold drink in your hand and great music on the speakers you've got to love it get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at academy sports and outdoors from grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats everything you need is at your local store or academy.com academy sports and outdoors for all for less man now i'm really craving a burger
3: Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke.
4: Real football. Y
6: pollo asado. Mac and cheese.
2: You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football
9: and Coke. Come on. It's
1: got to be Coke.
9: game day? Race day.
1: Calls for Coke. You know it.
7: It's
9: tailgate 101. Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food. But when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide.
7: Nothing like Toyota-thon, Gary. Seeing people come together and get the best deals of the year. Uh,
3: but, uh, what happens after January 2nd when all the best deals are gone?
8: Live in the now, Gary. Live in the now.
3: Get 0% APR for 48 months on a new 2018 Toyota RAV4. Offer valid through January 2nd, 2019. Zero down for well-qualified buyers with approved credit and financing through Southeast Toyota Finance. 2083 monthly payment for
8: every $1,000 financed. Excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer VC dealer for details. If you're looking for the best selection in Crimson Tide apparel, look no further than the Soup Store. The Soup Store is every Bama fan's ultimate destination for the hottest gear and accessories. With two great locations to serve you in Tuscaloosa on campus at the Ferguson Center or on Bryant Drive next to the football stadium. Or shop online at soupstore.ua.edu. The Soup Store is a proud partner of Alabama athletics. Roll Tide.
1: down to the 15 yard line two wides now to the right one to the left is waddle faking the give to Jacobs now they throw it to Josh left side he's got it he's open he's taking it in for a touchdown one of his 15 receptions for 171 yards and two touchdowns Josh Jacobs the SEC championship game most valuable player. Uh, 83 yards and two touchdowns in the win over the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, I love watching him. This is a guy, his legs never his heart never stops. I mean, that's all he wants to do is succeed. But watching him just bust through and carry a pile of players with him is really a treat.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you what, he could, I call him a hybrid. He could do it both. I think he's going to translate like really well to the next level. But whether it's running, whether it's catching, doesn't get enough credit, I think, for blocking and, and sometimes being a decoy split out can run routes as a receiver the catch he caught against Auburn the over mm. the shoulder it was a beautiful throw from Tua but the ability for him to adjust like that that's tough for some receivers to do much less a running back Five ten, two hundred and sixteen 216
1: pounds but uh he has been just such a treat to watch throughout the uh the course of the season and uh He's averaging five and a half yards per rush. He's averaging 11.4 yards per reception. And that one you talked about, that 33-yarder against the Auburn Tigers was was great to see. I wonder, you know, he's playing against his uh, hometown or his home state school. He's from uh, Tulsa and obviously the Sooners uh, based in Norman. Coach, we were just talking about Josh Jacobs and the season he has had and all that he's done and the MVP of the uh, championship game. What a what a treat watching that young man work so hard.
9: Well, and I think it's even better if you really understand his story. You know, I think yeah. it's documented that he had some tough times coming up. And, you know, he was a guy that really was not heavily recruited at all. I don't know that he had any offers. And we kind of were looking at him and we were looking for a running back and, um, you know, we kept wondering, you know, why is nobody recruiting this guy? You know, he's really pretty good. He's sure. got some power. He's quick. He's explosive. He's got good hands. Uh, we even went up and watched him. I don't know if it was play basketball or workout or whatever, and we were impressed with him. And you know, you just wonder in this day and age, you know, why is a guy not getting recruited? But we said, hey, we like him. He passed our evaluation. So I think he was the last guy that we took in that class. And man, he has been a real treat in terms of how he's contributed to the program. And, you know, he's one of the best special teams players on our team as well. Sure. And I, don't, I think everybody overlooks that. They don't they don't ever watch who's playing special teams, who's covering kicks, who's, you know, running down on kickoff. And um, that kind of goes unnoticed. Everybody notice who scores the touchdowns, but they don't notice that part of it. And he, he's one of the best guys on our team he doing is. that as well, as well as a great kickoff returner.
1: Yes, sir. You know, we talk about dedication. Peewee had a bad signal on his phone call before from the Gulf Coast somewhere. He literally has driven to higher ground (laughs) to get a better cell signal so he can join us on the phone. Peewee, where are you, sir?
2: I am in Port Lavaca, Texas, which is about 30 minutes, which is 30 minutes outside of Midland.
1: Okay, And they say Midland, Texas is beautiful this time of year. Yeah. Let's. Uh, What's on your What's on your mind, sir?
2: I got a two part question, Coach. Uh, you know, first on the offensive line with the absence of Deontay, uh, I was just wondering uh, how is that going to affect uh, the rotation uh, that we have uh, on the offensive line and the depth that we have. And secondly, everybody knows, you know, that that Kyler is very very dangerous when he breaks containment of the pocket. When your defensive rush kind of not necessarily just focus it on that, but it is a concern not to rush past it. Do you give up anything on that to try to make sure that he does not break containment?
9: Well, I don't think that containment is the issue. Uh, I, I think that keeping him in the pocket is, is an issue. Uh, I think he is a good scrambler as well as a good runner. Uh, I think if you can keep him in the pocket, make him step up in the pocket, that's the best way to do it. Um, Their offensive line is very, very good. You know, they they have a very good offensive line, two really good tackles. Uh, So I think you have to kind of mix it up. And I don't think it's realistic to think that um, he's not going to be who he is in terms of, you know, how he moves around, how he extends plays. And he extends a lot of plays, not just to run now. He extends plays to keeps his eyes down the field and makes a lot of explosive plays off of scrambles. And, uh, you know, this guy is, you know, I mean, it's hard to tell defensive linemen that they have to play a guy that has the skill level of probably Jalen Waddle, you know, to relate to someone on our team. If Jalen Waddell could go play quarterback every day, that would be the kind of athlete we're talking about. So um, we have to do some different things. You know, you got to try to spy him, mirror him. Uh, sometimes you do that and the, the spy guy can't get him on the ground. So it, it's, um, it's something that we just have to do a really good job of. Everybody's aware of the situation. They know who we're playing. Uh, they got to do the best job they can to try to contain him. And, um, you know, he's a very good passer, too, so to say. we are just make him pass the ball in the pocket. And they're very good on the blitz. Um, you know, they recognize man-to-man coverage. They throw a lot of crossing pick routes. Uh, the, the, you know, I think he completes like 71% of his passes when you try to pressure him. So everybody says, you know, Terry's answer is, well, just just pressure him, just blitz, blitz, <laughs> blitz, as if every time you blitz, you're going to knock the guy down. But, you know, when they're you're playing man to man and they they pick you running across the field. Yeah. That's a problem, too. But again, that's just, you know, that's the guy's good. I the guy's guy good. good. Uh, the, he, won, um, he won the Heisman Trophy. You know what? <laughs> what really got me the other day was when I got asked in the press conference, uh, who, who's going to simulate him in practice? Right. I said, well, if we had somebody simulating in practice, we'd play them.
1: You'd be playing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not that you got chopped liver under center on your ball club, whether it's two no, or Jalen or yeah, whomever.
9: Yeah, we're happy with those guys, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. One of the things I've noticed is not only his ability to escape out of the pocket, but also sit in the pocket for an extended period of time. How, what do you tell your secondary when they... Do the scramble drill or break away and cut. I mean, they, these guys have to, have to cover for a long time.
9: See, I think that's what some people have done is they what I, we call mush rush, you know, where they just sort of try to push the pocket, keep the guy in front, and then he just stands there all day. And you got these guys running all these scramble drills, you know, the receivers uh, who are taught uh, to do things when after the pattern breaks down. And you've got to teach the defensive players, you know, to finish the play, stay with the play, stay with their guy. The hardest thing about, to me, scrambling quarterbacks is when you play zone. All right, you have to play, turn it into zone man-to-man. And when people start running all over the place, sometimes you turn people loose. When you play man-to-man, at least everybody knows who their guy is. And if they can stay on their guy, you've got a chance. It's easier to match patterns. And uh, if you play pattern match, man, which we do sometimes, once you get that match, you've got to stay with them. But when you stand with a the man to man, there's also more room for him to take off running. So th- this is a difficult, you know, when you play these kind of quarterbacks, it's difficult uh, to A, get them all covered. B, you got them all covered and you got to cover him. Yeah. So they're playing with 11 guys every play. So it's just one of those types of guys. And it's challenging. And you know, our players have sort of embraced a challenge to go play against a great player and see what they can do to, to try to, you know, contain them.
1: And as we mentioned before, if you folks have a question for the coach, the microphone is right there waiting for you. So feel free to uh, step up and uh, throw your question in our direction. We were talking earlier coach about uh, surprises, and I'm not going to ask you to categorize anybody as a surprise, but John Parker and I didn't necessarily know going into the Louisville game that we'd be talking about uh, Quinn and Williams as an all American and an Outland trophy winner uh, from a fan standpoint there have been some pleasant surprises, if I might use that word, as to how some of these guys have developed this year.
9: Well, and I think Quentin was always, we thought he would always be a good player. I think there's another guy that was not heavily recruited from Mm -hmm. Birmingham. Um, You know, just had a couple offers. Uh, He was a little undersized, very athletic, uh, played hard. Uh, But I think now you just see the finished product. You know, here's a guy that's a really hard worker. Um, Man, he, he is you know, pays attention to detail. He's very focused on what he tries to do in all parts of his life, but in his development as a football player. And because he is that way, I think he's made a tremendous amount of progress in getting bigger, stronger, um, very, very smart player, very instinctive. Um, and he's played really, really well for us. But I saw it start to happen last spring when we were in spring practice that hey, this guy's making a lot of plays and uh, he's really coming into his own and I think that confidence sort of helps him as well. But he has had a great year for us.
1: Coach, why don't we uh, take a question? I believe we've got some folks gathering at the uh, microphone here at the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami. So why don't we go to our first young questioner here this evening? Hello. Uh, she doesn't want to say hello, but Daddy will grab <laughs> well, the microphone. She sure <laughs> is cute. She I is. can tell
9: you that. Definitely not Daddy, but uh, yeah. this,
2: is, this is Allie. Allie, come here for a second. You just stand here. I'll ask the question. Her, she wants to know if um, if Coach Saban can tell us who's going to win the football game. Isn't that right?
9: Mm-hmm. I wish I knew. <laughs> I can promise you this, Allie. We'll do everything that we can, and we have been doing everything that we can ever since we started practice, and we've had 11 practices now, uh, to try to get our players ready to go out there and play their very, very best. And I think when you play in games like this, you really have to stay focused on what's in front of you and play one play at a time. I don't think we did that very well in the Georgia game. We were a little bit anxious. We made some mistakes. You know, we didn't play well, especially in the first half. So hopefully we can get our our players to look at this more like, hey, it's a 14th game. It's going to be like a heavyweight fight. Uh, They're going to throw some punches. We're going to throw some punches. How you take the punches and how you keep punching is going to be the key to who wins the game. And. Uh, that's what we're going to try to get our players to do.
1: Allie, thank you for your question, young lady. And coach, we're going to break away right here for a moment or so. But first, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network. We've got more coming up with the coach as we are live in Miami. You're listening to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
2: It is I, thine King. Today I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. In my days
3: as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy
2: of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly.
3: Enjoy responsibly Bud Light beer AB St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest.
7: Written by Ashley Wrights just got my chick-fil-a my holiday is complete yay yay indeed ashley it's the little things that get everyone
1: excited for the most wonderful time of year and chick-fil-a's reheatable catering trays are designed with busy people in mind so you can enjoy crispy chick-fil-a chicken while enjoying other things during the holidays
7: like spending time with the people you love talk about yay tweet your stories at chick-fil-a with hashtag the little things Hey, Tide fans, no Picnic is complete without Picnic mayonnaise, mustard, and salad dressing. Picnic is now proud to be the official condiment and vegetable of the Crimson Tide. Taste the
9: smooth and creamy flavor of Picnic Southern recipes, and you can taste a Southern dynasty while cheering on another. Ask for it at your local markets and convenience stores, or find it at the concession stands throughout Bryant-Denny Stadium. Remember, it's not a sandwich without Picnic.
3: Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like Pro Pilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue. It's a game-changer. Get to Nissan, proud partner of the Alabama Crimson Tide. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information.
1: A comes in motion. Tua has time. Tua looks. He'll throw across the middle. Open is Smith. Devontae right side 15. He'll stop at the 10. Around the DB. He's going to walk it in. Touchdown, Alabama. Tua tango below to Devontae Smith. One of Devontae's five touchdown receptions on the year. Of course, he had a, a long one of 57 yards against Mizzou. But I'll tell you, it's in a, uh, I, I was on a talk show in Hawaii. I think I told you this, John Parker. I was on a talk show in Hawaii a few weeks ago. And uh, the guy said, you got Jerry Judy. You got Devontae Smith. You got Henry Ruggs. You got uh, Shavers. You got Waddle. You got all of these guys. He goes, it's an embarrassment of riches. I said, no. I said, nobody's embarrassed. Uh, not at all. But it's nice when you have that kind of a selection to throw to. <laughs>
2: I wouldn't be embarrassed at all if I was throwing that. And then you, not to mention Irv Smith, who I kind of count as a, a receiver also. I mean, that guy's, he's fun to watch play. And, and, and the thing that I've loved also this year is Mike Loxley being able to spread the ball around mm-hmm. to these guys. Because it seems like he's got a unique game plan every week. He's not coming in and trying to force what he thinks should be run he's just going with the game i think he's done a phenomenal job this year calling the plays spreading the ball around and keeping it keeping it fresh for those guys indeed so
1: as you're joining us now on the academy sports and outdoors orange bowl preview show presented by toyota ati physical therapy and the soup store you know uh, mike locksley the ongoing list of Coaches who've moved on elsewhere or will be after the uh, playoffs. Wish him the very, very best. That Maryland job has been a, a dream job for him.
2: Yeah, I, w- I wish he was staying, but yes, definitely. But next man up at the offensive coordinator position, also right. So able to fill that, and you know, glad he's been here for for multiple years, and that that's nice to see of just somebody who's really embraced Jalen and Tua, and and you know. I like watching him. His press box is right next to ours. He's just a calm, smooth operator throughout the game, and I know it really affects and rubs off on the offense also.
1: And we're just talking about Mike Loxley, coach, and I know how proud you are that he is moving on. And He is, as JP was saying, he sits right next to us, although separated by glass into the coach's booth. You can look at him. You don't know if you're winning, losing, or drawing. I mean, he's just calm and collected and calls the right play.
9: Well, he's done a really, really good job with our players. Uh, he's a really good play caller on game day. You know, there's a couple things. You know, there's guys that have uh, a really good ability to teach, but sometimes they don't have a really good ability to apply it in the game. And, you know, Mike has both and the players really respond well to him. And I think this is a great example of a guy whose career was sort of on the rocks a little bit. Uh, he had a tough time in a couple of the jobs that he had had and You know, um, came here as an intern for a year, made him a receiver coach for a year. He's a coordinator now and, you know, just really, really did an outstanding job for us this year. And I think sometimes I get a little criticized for, um, you know, it's not my heart or my philosophy. All right. To when people make mistakes, not to try to help them, whether it's a player, a coach or whoever. All right. And, um, you know, just because people have made mistakes at other places, you know, we have players on our team who make mistakes. And, you know, I'm I'm not one of these, you know, punitive punishment type people who just punish the guy and, you know, get rid of him and suspend him for games. And um, what, what did you do to help the guy? What What did you do to help him so he's going to have a better chance to be successful in his future? So we try to do a lot of things to help people. Some people call it rehabilitation. Some people call it counseling. And we do the same thing with coaches who have shown you know, a capacity to have great assets in terms of what they have accomplished and what they've done. And maybe they make a mistake somewhere along the way. And we give them an opportunity and it's worked out great for us. And in most cases, it's worked out really well for them. So, um, you know, there there, there has been some criticism in the past when I do things like that. But uh, I just want everybody to understand why we do it. Uh, maybe they can learn a better way to do it so they can go be more successful the next time they get an opportunity.
1: You know, there's a saying, uh, that's a great point. And and, and sometimes you just have to understand what you're dealing with because I know in the broadcasting industry, there's a saying, those who can do and those who can't criticize. So I'm sure you get a lot of that. You know, folks criticize because they can't do it themselves. And you look through all that and you find the right guy for the right job.
9: I'm not mentioning any names, but somebody sure did come to mind right quick when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe everybody can figure it out out there.
1: Maybe the gentleman at the microphone can figure it out. Welcome into the show. How are you, young man? Good. How are you? Good. What's your question for the coach?
6: What's been your favorite game to coach in your career?
9: Favorite game to coach in my career? Good question. Mm, that's well, a good that's, question. That's a hard question yeah. because, um. Uh, You know, I think every game has its challenges. And I think when you're a coach, you're just like a player. You're a competitor. You're always looking for the next challenge. You know, you're 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 the next game is the most important game. So um, the game that I'm probably looking forward to the most is this game because you don't know what's going to happen. You work hard to try to prepare and get the guys to be able to go out there and execute and play well so they have a chance to be successful, create value for themselves and for the team. But you never know if it's going to happen that way. Uh, And um, so I don't think that I can look back and say there was a favorite game. I know that I have memories from games because there were lessons that I learned, you know, from games in terms of mistakes that I made or maybe things that I did that I thought were mistakes that turned out to be really things that were an inspiration to someone. So I, I, I I. I can't really specifically say, you know, I always tell the story about, you know, the game that when we went to Michigan, when I was an assistant at Ohio State and we were supposed to lose the game by 17 points and Woody Hayes came and talked to the team about overcoming adversity and how this was a great opportunity because it was a challenge and it turns everybody's mindset from negative to positive as if it was an opportunity to overcome adversity and we ended up winning the game. I always remember games like that. You know, I remember the state championship game when I was in high school. And it was pouring down the rain and it was a muddy field. And we were supposed to win the game by a lot. But the conditions were so bad, we just barely won. And I remember that team. And I remember every championship team and every championship game that we've had, you know, since we've been here. Because those are special groups of people who did special things to accomplish something that is is really unique and much harder to accomplish than people sometimes think. So, um, but a specific game, probably the next game you know because i always say so what what's next and that's how you kind of got to look at it if you're in this business you know people keep asking questions like i got to ask a question today about you know how we always tell the team you know it's like the season is like climbing a mountain but everybody looks at it like okay once you climb the mountain like you're done but really it's like pushing a boulder up a hill but next year the boulder's at the bottom of the hill again. I actually right? so have to push it up again. All right? And that's what you have to do each and every year because success is not a continuum. It's momentary, and you got, it's always under construction. So you're always kind of working to try to accomplish the next thing. So I can't say there was a game that I enjoyed coaching the most. I enjoyed winning an SEC championship game a few weeks ago. Uh, really enjoyed the way our players were able to come back in a game after being behind 14 points in the game. Uh, so, but there's not really a best game. There's lessons that I learned in lots of games and I'm always looking forward to the next game.
1: Thank you for your question. Hey, Coach, we've got a guy here standing back there because we're used to seeing him on the sideline. so he's got a microphone in his hand back there. Rashad Johnson, of course, is our uh, sideline reporter and working with you as an intern. Uh, How has he been in learning this coaching business? I'm being very serious. He's a wonderful young man. Uh, I know he was with the Giants in the offseason for a bit. Now under you, is is he like a sponge learning at all?
9: I don't know. I'm trying to get something out of him. I'm trying to get some ideas <laughs> out of him. He's got lots of good experience with lots of good coaches. I, I, I want to know what he knows sometimes. You know, I, I kind of already know what I know. I, I'm looking for a better way.
1: I tell you, he's been spectacular on the air. He really has. He's been a, a wonderful addition to our network along with, with John Parker. You've prepared for big games, Rashad, both collegiately and professionally. Definitely. Uh, what is a player thinking now a couple of days away from a national semifinal?
2: Well, right now, you know, the preparation goes from physical, you know, to the mental state. You know, we still have 48 hours until kickoff. So those guys right now, you know, the most important thing is to rest your body and just to take the plays and, and play them in your head. That's what I used to do. The night before, I used to visualize, you know, the calls, the motions that I was going to get, go through my checks and make sure that it wasn't, you know, my first time making that check when I got there on the, out there on the field. So, I mean, right now, it's all mental
6: opportunity
1: just to relax, get in a calm state, and just go out, you know, and do what you've been doing all week. And, Coach, do all these guys prepare differently individually? Do they know what's best for them, or do you as coaches say, hey, you might want to try this, you might want to visualize that? How does that work?
9: Well, we try to teach players how to prepare for a game. Some guys actually do it a lot better than others. Uh, We make assignments. Um, I know that when Rashad played, he had to do the motion reel. You know, I, I, I make somebody do the motion reel. That means every time somebody goes in motion, you have to chart because a lot of times the offensive play caller mm-hmm. will call the same plays with the same motion. So he'll, he'll call, you know, slot right, Zach, and then he'll call the same play uh, every time sure. because he gets in the habit of calling that. So I used to make him chart and make somebody chart the motion reel. All right? And they have to give a motion report. Well, this is really helping a player sort of learn how to get ready for a game.
1: Mental repetitions
9: like we have Quentin Williams do what we call bird and rabbits. If anybody is given away by stance or anything, whether it's pass run or they're pulling, he's responsible to give a report on that, you know, every week. So we've taught him how to do that when he's a freshman. And now he gives some, you know, pretty good reports, even sometimes things that we don't see as coaches. Uh, That they do, but Rashad was one of the best at it because he's bright. He's going to be a great coach, and uh, we're looking forward to him making a a great contribution to our program.
1: Well, like I said, he's done a wonderful job on our broadcast, and it's been uh, uh, his input from the sideline has been wonderful. Uh, John Parker, why don't you uh, jump in with another thought for the coach here?
2: So, continue with the preparation. How do you? take what you learn from the Georgia game and apply to this? Because there were some things that we didn't see, especially momentum of the game and having to score 14 points in the fourth quarter. How do you take that and teach those kids, okay, this could happen again or new situations that could arise?
9: Well, I, I really think that a lot of it was we had a different mindset in the Georgia game. And I think sometimes players get too concerned about outcomes and those outcomes create a lot of what I call clutter And you start thinking about the wrong thing. You know, we always talk about, and you've heard me talk about this a thousand times, don't look at the scoreboard, play the next play. All right, do what you have to do on what's right in front of you. Well, when you start worrying about what the score is going to be or whether we're going to win the championship or whether we're not going to win, I mean, now you're thinking about all the wrong things. You're not really thinking about what's happening in the next play. All right, and then you're more prone to make mistakes because you're pressing and it creates a lot of anxiety which is not really good for positive performance. But if you took the mindset that we had when we played LSU and you compared it to the mindset we had when we had a Georgia game, it's completely different. All right. And we're trying to create the same mindset as coaches, but sometimes you don't get it done. And because there's a lot of things that are being talked about that these guys hear, whether it's on ESPN and, you know, it's really hard to hear that you're supposed to win a game no matter what. Like, why are we even playing? And then you got to go out there and play. You got to play your heart out. I mean, you got to play hard every play. I mean, it's like I mentioned before. It's like a heavyweight fight, man. They hit you. It hurts. How do you take that punch and how you keep coming back and how you keep punching until you can knock that guy out? That's hard. It's not easy. And you can't listen to all the stuff you hear on TV all the time and what people say about you all the time. Or even talking about winning a Heisman Trophy. That's the last thing you need to be thinking about if you're out there playing down in and down out because you're not going to execute very well if that's what you're thinking about. If you're thinking about that play, what is my key on that play? Where do I throw the ball? Who do I throw it to? Then you're not trying to make plays. You're trying to execute, and the plays will come to you. So you're asking what we can learn. I hope we can learn something about mindset, about going into a game and and being focused on what's in front of you. That's the next play, not worried about the outcome.
2: Is it tougher down here in this bowl-like setting, being down here for a week earlier, than it would be playing LSU, where you got to go to class on Friday, and then the next day you go to the game?
9: Well, I like it better when we're in a routine. But, you know, it is what it is. And your ability to adapt and focus and have deliberate practice, all right, when you go to practice and you're focused on doing things, you know, the way you need to do them to, Get ready to play the game, and then can you convert now to what Rashawn said and all right, we're not gonna practice anymore, we're gonna have a walkthrough tomorrow. Uh, but you have plenty of opportunity to have mental practice. You know, there was a study done, guy shot foul shots with a ball, another guy shot foul shots without a ball. Just mentally did it. They almost improved the same amount.
1: Interesting. So you you
9: you, you can, you know, get ready and eliminate a lot of mental errors that you might make by visualizing what you have to do and going over the mental part of the game, which is very, very important.
1: We're coming right back. We'll have more from the coach. So don't you go away as you're listening to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show live from the Intercontinental Hotel here in Miami on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
9: A ranger station.
6: I'd like to report a
7: bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire, and Smokey Bear hugged me.
1: So you
0: drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold?
7: Uh-huh.
9: Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good.
7: Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now.
9: There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com.
7: Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester.
6: When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
3: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
1: On the Georgia 15 inside the Chick-fil-A red zone. Jalen calls his own number. He runs to the 10. He's running to the 5. He is to the goal line. He is in. Touchdown! Jalen Hurts! Touchdown Alabama to take the lead with a minute 4 remaining in the ball game. Only his second rushing touchdown of the season. But what a time for it to come, huh?
2: He, uh, it was very opportune for him to pull it down. Loved, I mean, we haven't even talked about it, but the, the, the way we came back and like Coach Sabin said, able to score 14 points in the, in the second half and really, or the fourth quarter, and really changed the game. I mean, it was a, a different game when the team went into halftime. And I was worried that the defense was out on the field so much more than, than the offense was and, and just dug down deep to really get a hard-fought win.
1: And so it was it, great to see him get a nice standing ovation at graduation the other day, too. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often.
2: No, and, and, you know, I think just uh, it's nice to see him being recognized for what he's been to this program. The kind of teammate he's been, the leader he's been to be the starter and then to come back. Look, that doesn't happened unless you're doing things the right during the week, working like you're supposed to. It just so you don't come in in the second half and win the game. Coach is joining us now for
1: what's going to be his final word of the evening. And just like our regular show throughout the course of the season, Coach Sabin's final word is presented by Mercedes Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing.
9: Yeah, well, you know, I I just want everybody out there to know how much we appreciate all the support that you've given this team this year. Uh, This has been a great group to coach. Uh, It's great that they put themselves in a position to have an opportunity to accomplish something that's really, really special, I think, when you get to this point, whether you're in the playoffs or whether you're playing in a championship game. So... Uh, I know that we've had tremendous support this year. Uh, People have really, really been uh, positive in the way that they've uh, affected our team. This team has had to overcome a lot of adversity uh, throughout the course of the year. We've had a lot of players step up and play well for us, and I'm really, really proud of what they've been able to accomplish. And more than anything else, uh, I want to see them finish the way we'd love to see them finish and the way they want to finish, and that's by – helping them in every way go out and play this game as physical as possible with great focus on execution so that they're looking what's in front of them so they can play one play at a time for 60 minutes in a game like it ha- each play has a history and a life of its own and they can do it together as a group. And uh, I would really, really hate for this be the last game for this team. So everybody just support this team. Uh, as you have all year long and we love it and appreciate it definitely so and,
1: as, and if there is another game coach we'll be together again a couple of nights prior to kickoff but thank you as always
9: for your time yeah great thank you guys you've uh, done a great job all year thank, thank you, you
1: coach coach nick saban joining us here at uh, the uh, intercontinental hotel here in miami and uh, i tell you the uh, preparation uh, oklahoma obviously a very very good team uh, that's uh, you know, it's an interesting story. You look at their numbers, and you can't uh, take numbers into account because they are, they're in this ball game.
2: They are. I mean, and they're going to score points. Look, they're first in the Big 12, first in the, con- in the country right now, scoring almost 50 points a game. So they're here for a reason. Got a good quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner. Throw it to a lot of different people. They've got a fullback that they throw it to in the red zone too. So there, there's a lot of different ways this team could beat you. And like Coach said, you've got you to be ready for it. So tell me about uh, your year. I've, you've got
1: 55 seconds to discuss that. Uh, how have you liked the uh, transition of the broadcast
2: booth instead of uh, lining up in the huddle and all? Well, I can promise you, when I was lining up in the huddle, I never knew I'd be up there with you. But it's been such a fun year for me. Grew up in Alabama, so listen listened to you and Kenny when I was a little kid Watching the games, like many people do, we turn the TV down and the radio up. So it's been an honor and privilege to be able to sit up here with you, call the games. You've been Been a a tremendous tremendous help to me all year. Hopefully they'll invite me next year because it's just been truly fantastic. We're
1: going to come right back and wrap things up from the Intercontinental Hotel. You've been listening to the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show from the Intercontinental on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
0: When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So disruption, yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in
7: what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford Proud. Southern homes are particularly vulnerable to termites. In this climate, you need guaranteed protection. You need Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. Termites attack the Centricon stations, exposing themselves to an agent that eliminates their entire colony. Upgrade from old fashioned liquid service to the proven protection of Centricon and Cook's Pest Control. Call Cook's today for a free evaluation. Lookie, lookie, lookie.
1: Welcome back, everybody, as we wind our way down the final couple of moments of the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl preview show. Time now to look ahead and talk about what's on tap for Bama, presented by Bud Light. Bud Light, game day's favorite light logger, and a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. They remind you to enjoy responsibly, of course, what is on tap is this Saturday the 2018 Orange Bowl which serves as a college football playoff semifinal game between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Oklahoma Sooners. Our coverage from Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens will begin at four o'clock central time. Kickoff set for 7 o'clock Central Time right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. So that is coming up uh, on Saturday. Again, 4 o'clock Alabama time will be the start of our broadcast. Kickoff will be 7 o'clock Bama time right here on all of our affiliated stations. A big thank you tonight, of course, to uh, all the folks who helped make this show possible. John Parker Wilson, Rashad Johnson. Coach Nick Saban. Regretfully, Kenyon Drake, who we mentioned was going to be here. Uh, he is practice ran long with the uh, Miami Dolphins, so he is not going to be able to uh, join us tonight as we're off the air in just about a minute from right now. So uh, our apologies, but again uh, uh, the Dolphins unfortunately eliminated from the NFL playoff picture last weekend, but their practice went long today and Kenyon uh, has emailed us or texted us with his regrets for being unable to join us. Our engineers producer here at the uh, hotel, Tom Stipe, who did a great job uh, coming out here early, setting up and getting all of the uh, show lined up for us. Our normal spotter, Butch Owens, helping as a production assistant here today. Jerry Kelly is our studio engineer. We thank him so much for joining us. Again, Alabama and Oklahoma coming up on Saturday. Coverage at 4, kickoff at 7. And as I mentioned to the coach, should the Tide make it into the uh, championship game, We will have another of these uh, talk shows from Santa Clara, California. But for now, that's going to do it. I'm Eli Gold, thanking you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you Saturday with the 2018 Orange Bowl from Miami Gardens.
0: Live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami, Florida, this has been the Academy Sports and Outdoors Orange Bowl Preview Show. Presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Also brought to you by Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. ATI Physical Therapy, built by Bama, rebuilt by ATI. ATI. And by The Soup Store, Alabama's home for the best selection of Crimson Tide apparel. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the
2: Crimson Tide Sports Network.